0: Here yeah, we are again. Monday morning, man. You tired? Yeah, I'm fucking knackered, man. Are you tired? Yeah. No, you've been, gig- you been gigging too You've been working too hard, yeah, have you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I've been working. I don't know about too hard, but yeah, I'm knackered. Uh, how are you?
1: Tired?
0: Yeah? Well, how to- are you? Work- working too hard,
1: working too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking shattered, man.
0: Yeah, well, we've got to pay the bills, haven't we? I will. Would I you mean- sort it for anything else? I wouldn't.
1: Nah, nah, I mean, I've hated working for people.
0: It's shit working for people. Yeah. Even nice, even good people, nice people. It's still
1: shit. I've had so many shit jobs. Yeah. Fucking.
0: What's your worst job been?
1: Working for a well-known uh, delivery company.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. They don't sure. just deliver though, do they?
1: No, I mean, pissing in the back of vans and stuff like that. You yeah. had to do oh, it. You don't fuck. get bricks. You had, to, had a big, like, two-gallon jug or something it was, and it was full of piss, by the, full of piss. The <laughs> by the end of the day. full of piss. By the end of the day. Fucking, in among all the parcels by the way not like in among all the parcels
0: oh man my friend used to uh, work for a company that uh, delivers your shopping let's say your mm. food right yeah um, and he said and he he worked in complaints and the biggest complaint was always that like there's just there's a shit in, me, in my bag <laughs> or like this bottle of Lugazade tastes like piss uh, and he'd have to go and go that's because it's probably piss yeah because they just don't get breaks. Like, they like, have to shit in the back of the van and stuff like that.
1: Did I ever, did I ever tell you about when I worked for them? How, why I left, or well I hated it? Apart from hating it, No. On my second last day, I went to deliver the stuff. I turned up at a woman's house, and um, parks the van, gets the gate, gets the stuff out, knocks on the door, gives her the parcels, turn around and get back in the van. Van's gone. No way. And uh, I'm like that was literally there like a minute ago it was 30 seconds ago yeah looks around the van's rolling down the hill like it was on the crest of a hill the van is rolling down the hill and I'm like the panic sets in and I'm fucking running after it like (laughs) a cartoon character man like a fucking cat chasing a mouse (laughs) trying to catch a van but it was slowly it was trickling down this hill like, but it was fast enough and there was like a row of parked cars down at the bottom and it just veered off to the left smashed into some guy's car so I checked the handbrake. Mm-hmm. Handbrake was on, but it was just a shit handbrake.
0: Oh, well, that's not your fault then. Well,
1: yeah, but the, the company didn't see it that way. They sacked you? No, they didn't sack me. I quit. But um, oh. they didn't see it that way. Anyway, had to go knocking on doors, asking everybody, is this your car, is this your car? How many is cars did it car? hit? It only hit one. Oh, okay. But I had to find whose it was, yeah. it was parked. So hell, I just up. went, do you know what? I hate this fucking job. I've had enough of this. Yeah. That was this final straw. I was like, I can't stand this shit.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Anyway man, today we've got uh we've got Joanne on. Yeah. Uh and she's class, you know, you know how she is. She comes to our gigs all the time. Yeah. She comes to jam the band and stuff. Love Joe. Joe used to be a a singer in in the clubs, in the heyday of the clubs in like the late eighties, early nineties and stuff. Doing all that stuff. Big bands, big crowds, big audiences and all that in the heyday of the clubs. So it'd be interesting to talk to her about that and about uh, other things. She used to work at uh, HMRC for 25 years as well, so she's technically the devil, but we'll put up with her for an hour.
1: All right, let's see how it goes. Let's do it.
0: This is it. Whose phone's this? they
2: uh, mine. Do you want it? In case any what? sexy
0: come up, your last on that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> cool. We'll cut that out straight away. Thank you for that.
1: Keep that in. It's gold dust. Um. Yeah, well, here we are. I just, no, we, I mean, we just we, like, just, we just start, we just sort of, we're not, we're just, we like, just kick it off, we just the way we go Aye right.
0: So, uh, tell us about your first band that you were in
2: First band was at school, it was a band called Revolution And it was just an absolute bunch of knuckles who couldn't play a
0: note,
2: <laughs> couldn't sing a note <laughs> And we just rehearsed in the school music hall for a I'm bit
0: reading. How old are you?
2: 50 now
0: No, how old were you then? Oh then, oh, 13, 14 Alright, mm. right. and just singing then?
2: Just singing. I tried to play every instrument known to man, but I couldn't read music, so it was an absolute waste of time. You don't
0: have to read music.
2: Yeah. Any. Nah. I could play stuff by ear, but mm-hmm. not enough for to get by. Tried trumpet. Unif- euphonium. That's so, the big one That's a, big, that's one a big trumpet. Giant trumpet. Hmm. Trombone. It's a brass. Drums. Tried to play guitar. Hurt my fingers. Give that up straight away. Yeah, it does hurt. Man. I could see it was a drum Piano. Drummer. Tried
1: piano for a bit. Yeah. I could it, see you in piano
2: had a piano teacher who used to tap us on the knuckles when I would made mistakes and stuff. Oh,
1: one of them fucking but so I couldn't cool. read
2: music, so I used to just, just look like a load of spots, as if the page had measles. Like. It pretty much is. No, oh, I never, I never yeah. could get my hand around that.
0: Mm. I can't read music. I can, but I don't have to. I mean, nothing in what I do is reading. It's like, and, yeah, I don't have to. You get away with it? Stupid chord charts and... Yeah. The lyrics, that's all we do,
1: really.
2: Oh, it's proper talent, that, though. Well, you can just sort of blag your way through it and then just get better and better so you're not blagging anymore.
1: That's the secret you no, say. You just, do just kind of... It's just time, yeah.
0: it? It's not like you're, It's not talent that's just done it for that fucking long.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? It's like...
1: Practice. Yeah. Still hope for you, Joe. Get the piano out. Get right, the trumpet so... out. No. I've
2: got absolutely no interest in trying to learn <laughs> anything new now. I really can't be bothered. That's that.
0: fair enough. I didn't... I forgot you just turned 50.
1: Well, don't mm. say it on the podcast. She says? 40. 50. All right. Well, you've said it 50. three Easy. or four times now. It's, it 50
2: it's going team. in. Do you feel it's, any different? No. no. No, I really do think it's just a number. Obviously, older. Obviously, can kind of do the same as what I used to do when I was younger? But like what? In my head. What can you not do? What can I not do? Yeah.
0: Well, I, don't, I, just, I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't understand just what you're saying. Just physically. Just, physically. Oh, just okay. physically. Yeah.
2: Just physically. I when kinda, did you, like, um running on out anymore or anything like that or?
0: When did you move from singing with like school bands and stuff to thinking you were going to do it for a living? I've got to hear yeah, that you stopped How old were you in
2: 1989? So that was about seventeen, eighteen. And really. Then you were like, "I'm going
0: to do this for a living."
2: No, I never ever thought I was going to do it for a living. Never ever really did it for a living as such mm. till I had to pack my job in. But um, school messing about with school couple of really dodgy gigs mm-hmm. didn't work out just thought that oh, i'm not can't be bothered with this and then have you ever heard of victoria park in heaven no no so it used to be old heaven labour club and then it was bought out and just turned into like a it was like a massive music venue oh, um in heaven i in so it was old heaven labour club uh-huh. and there was about four different rooms and the concert room used to be absolutely heaving every friday saturday sunday right. And Wednesday, but on the Sundays and Wednesdays, it was like a Gozy Please thing.
1: Right.
2: So there was a band called Geneva and a band called Big City, who used to do these like Gozy Please, and it's where Jarrett Elvis and that used to get up, and and Heaven Cliff and all them. Heaven Cliff. And they used to always want people who were like good to get up as well, so I'd had a little bit of a fling with the keyboard player. Oh, really? And oh, uh, a bit, bit of a groupie-like. Yeah. And uh,
0: You're not a groupie if you're in the band. Are we in the band at this point?
2: No, band? no, I wasn't in the band at the time. Oh. And I, uh, i you just heard us singing and said, eh, why don't you get up with us on a Sunday or Wednesday night? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right then. So I did. And I was doing like all Alison Moyer stuff then. Oh, yeah? Aye. Bit shy. Yeah. I was doing a... I can't remember who did it, but that song Insanity, take me into... So I used to do all the, like... Yeah, I,
1: don't
2: know. I used to do a bit clubby stuff as well, like yeah. 90s clubby stuff in there. Did you? Aye. Uh, so, so everyone it. used to get a fiver for singing. That's a week and it? pretty, pretty, much, pretty much money. Has changed? That's
0: why I go to 100 fucking gigs a week.
2: I used to get a fiver. I used to buy you a couple of pints. And a couple then, of pints for a fiver? That is, that's... That's what it was for, because nobody was meant to be getting paid for it, because the majority of people who were getting up were on benefits and that. So it was, <laughs> it was meant to be, like just to pay for a couple of pints yeah, on yeah. the night. You weren't actually doing it as a job. And then... Uh, this is, like,
0: better than what a bus, because nights on now. I, and yeah. then
2: I, I So I used to get a fiver, and then it just ended up that I was getting up and doing more and more and more and more. And then it ended up, I was get, doing a Sunday and a Wednesday, and then they started doing a Friday in the lounge in the same place. Mm. I was getting up and singing on a Friday. Day, so I was there three nights a week, and it ended up, I was getting paid, like, 60 quid then, Mm -hmm. which was like, I thought was like kind of good for getting up and doing
1: Mm, five songs a
2: night. And then it was that keyboard player that made his audition for my first proper band. I didn't get that. Um, I didn't have the right look. I was was a chunky monkey when I was little as well. So I needed to be sort of like,
0: I think that's such bullshit,
2: man. Legs up to your neck. And so the last who auditioned along with us. I just looked at that. and I went, well, if she ways. can even remotely sing, she's got yeah. this job. So, <laughs> yeah. so though, that was really good. But the lad who's my bass player now, Seth, was in that band. So when they took the other singer on, there was a couple of people in the band were going, oh, man, like, Joanne was the better singer sort of thing. And it ended up after about three or four months, that band split up because I think it was just loads of bother. And I think this, the other girl who they picked in the was an absolute nightmare. Yeah. I,
0: That's what they get.
2: But the band split up, and then Seth created a new band. XL. And XL, XL. Right, And he still had me number, so he rang us and said, you don't even need to audition, I've heard you singing. You just want to come along and meet the rest of the bands. Oh, i mint mean, man. So I was like, right, all right, so I did that, and I did that for about three years. That was lush.
0: And you did that full-time then?
2: No, no. Well, full-time, as in Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I was working at the same time. Were you working at HMRC the then?
0: Mm-hmm. So Probably we're going him. to move, I know, hold yeah. for booze. Uh, I want to well, talk about HMRC separately later on anyway, but surely when you were a musician on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, people must have been dodging tags and stuff.
2: Oh, everybody was. Not but, I couldn't though.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. You must... yeah,
2: I was having to be completely legit because then if I did it, it wouldn't have just been... The fines and that, that you would get. Yeah, you lose your like, job as well. Brad yeah. lose my job as well. well all your right being... friends and band members must have been Everybody. Dodging. I mean, yeah. I knew every dodge that there was. And mm-hmm. I had an accountant to help us do like proper dodging. Stay and... on the line. Yeah, stay <clears> within the lines. But I had to do it completely, legitimately. Like,
0: Too many people don't like me. I have to do my books completely right. I've been investigated twice. Have you? Have you? No.
2: Isn't um... that mental Or They investigate the people who are sort of... Our... So I've been
0: investigated twice by HMRC. Both times, obviously, my books are totally fucking right. Like, I, yeah. I just have to have them that way because I know too many people don't like us and I'm gonna get shopped or whatever. So they're just they're per- they're perfect. My books I've done them for 12 years, whatever. How do you get investigated? Somebody must have shopped us. Is that what happens, or is it is it random?
2: Some of it's random, but most of the time for small people like mm-hmm. who aren't declaring like thousands on out, mm-hmm. um, it's because somebody shopped you. Really? Yeah. Because I was singing every Friday, Saturday and Sunday and working full time from being sort of just turned eighteen, mm-hmm. I wasn't going out on the lash and spending all my money on vodka and that like my mates were. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just I felt like I was properly coining it And then. And I bought my first house when I was nineteen.
1: Wow, oh, that's really. Impressive.
2: So worked, so I'd literally just saved and saved and mm-hmm. saved, bought that, and then I was shopped once as well. So oh, yeah. because people knew I was working, yeah man, people don't like singing doing well, doing well. And had my own place. I got, I got shopped as well, but it was because after a few years, I started renting the place out as well. Yeah. Mm. So I was sort of, as it happens, my ex-husband at the time was living at the flat with us mm-hmm. and it was him that was shopped. So it was obviously oh, who somebody mean? who knew her, mm-hmm. but didn't know well enough to know that it was my flat and I was the one that was renting it out Freakable. as well as singing.
0: When I, the first time I got investigated, I was shit myself. Like I was like, "Oh, what if it's what if you know?" What if you've made a mistake? Exactly because if I made yeah. a mistake, it's still a fucking mistake. And then the second time, I was cocky as fuck. I was like, "Yeah, you can see <laughs> as much as you want, and know and <laughs> yeah. know me books are right." Yeah, I'd love you. Wouldn't you love to know who shops like, well,
1: what, no, you like? What What does the investigation?
0: Offended. They just want to look at your Entail? books. Is that it? The, the, the you want copies of all your, uh, inbounds like all, all, all invoices, receipts, and then you send them over and then.
1: If you have me, you get a letter back saying, yep, yeah, that's cracking. Is that yes. it?
0: Yeah. I mean, I've
1: got all my invoices and receipts. You know, I you know you're supposed to, but I've got them all. Right. I, I, I well, thought you, it was I like.
0: You're fucking self employed.
1: I, I know, but you know what I mean? I, th- I thought there was something more to it. Like they're round fucking sniffing you, in if your you, house. I think, think if you'd like have, if you get to the next level, is what well, it was. Well, ask George and They're, they're, not, they're not like round your house and that. Is there, like a, is, like, is there like a
0: next level? Like if you feel, if if they think there's something suspicious in there, what what happens next?
1: They
2: just go really deep in.
0: Oh my, come on. I just, didn't laugh then. They, they just well, I know delve,
2: they, thinking. they delve a bit deeper so they might look at previous years yeah. and they might watch it for the next couple of years after that. Right. But d- people do make genuine mistakes and they're not bothered about the genuine yeah. mistakes but if it looks like you're deliberately I just don't know why they go after the little...
1: Yeah, like if you think about the fucking Starbucks and well, people I mean, like that I? mean, Jesus. Well, Prime Minister's wife dodged a few million didn't she? Aye. You know what I mean? It's like...
2: Aye.
1: It's alright, she'll not be listening. No. That's alright. Well, I hope she is. But I
2: didn't actually do tax collection. What so did you do at HMRC then? I was doing like national insurance and stuff like that. All oh, right. Where big companies had made mistakes when they were putting that end of year stuff in and I used right. to go back and correct it and stuff.
0: Did you, um, did you used to get a lot of shit when you supported people? Like, did they just instantly hate you?
2: No, nah, not really.
0: Like, it's, everyone hates the tax man, doesn't they? Really, but... When they get a bad nah. rep, don't they? Yeah. Although, every
2: time I've rang
0: up, yeah, like, I'm they're, the same they're always <laughs> all they're <laughs> to fucking yeah. They're really cool when you bring them up.
2: Nah, didn't really. There was a few people well, I've told you about before, haven't I? I, missed, I don't want to mention any names, oh, but God, some, some famous comedian that yeah. was there I used to have to deal with. But you used to see people all the time. Like I'd get files from like the BBC. Really? Where they'd made mistakes on their year end details. And it might not have been that they hadn't paid enough, it was just that recorded details incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. Now I would have to write it off, and I had, I, mean, I had like the cast of once and stuff like yeah. that. Aye. Tovel and Dean. Wow. Used to get loads of mad famous people.
0: So you worked there for twenty years.
2: Twenty five.
0: Wow. Well, Not do... doing
2: the same thing all the time. I worked with Child Benefit Office for a bit of it.
0: All right. Uh, what do you What do you do now then?
2: Work at and Homes. So it's like a social housing organisation. All right. Just work in the house. Do you prefer
0: Take... that? Is it like less pressure?
2: Totally less pressure to what I was doing before.
0: Yeah.
2: I was sort of higher management before. Yeah. But now I just sort of start at eight o'clock, finish at four, and there's no leftover anything for the next day. Yeah, exactly. Stress-free.
0: Where's where's that based at? There's
2: a few offices. There was a one at, the one I was based at was at Gosfath Mm -hmm. on the business park. And then I went to a one at Bowes, which is now new houses being Mm -hmm. bought. And there's a one at Stanley. Right. At Green Gates. But I don't go to the offices very often now, not since lockdown. Yeah, We all just went to home and then stayed at home.
0: We prefer that, obviously,
2: much easier. I hated it at first because I missed everybody, like the yeah. social side of it. Mm. But now I couldn't be bothered to get up and have to get ready and kind of work. travel 40 minutes in the car and busy traffic on a morning and so that. Did you yeah. work all through COVID? Yeah, a whole lot. Did you? Yeah. Oh. No, I didn't get, what did they call it when they got?
1: Oh furlough. Furlough, Yeah, I've I never mean, heard that word before. I'm really jealous of the people who've been furloughed, getting eighty
2: percent
1: of their wages, isn't that? We didn't get. I mean, there was about three months before we got any money. No, you know, even then it was fucking shite. It was like two thirds of what you'd even earn, if mm. even. But it wasn't even what you would earn though, because they didn't take the, uh,
0: they didn't take your fucking outgoings into uh,
1: consideration. That's a good point
0: actually. I never even thought of that. Like, it was net, wasn't it? It wasn't gross. Yeah.
2: No, no, it wouldn't have been. It, it was been... horrendous, man.
0: Aye. I feel like we've done a lot of talking about COVID on this podcast. It kind of comes up, doesn't it? Well, especially in the music musicians. world. like Yeah, it was horrendous one. It yeah. just
2: killed everything off you just didn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely.
0: What did, did, uh, so what, what, like, when you were in, did you miss going out to see gigs and stuff and, and singing, even though you don't sing now as much as what you did?
2: Loads. That's the first thing I started doing again. As soon as you were allowed out of the house, it was like, right, who can we go to see who's on mm-hmm. way? Because I'm not a massive drinker, although I do like a good drink. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to just drive anyway, and I'll literally go anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So do you prefer going out and, like, um, watching music now more than you do singing?
2: I think so, yeah. I like Even outdoors. though you still like getting up? I love getting up. Yeah. I absolutely love getting up. And I'm much more comfortable with my own band, obviously, yeah, obviously just mm, doing practice yeah. and stuff. But, but you must um, be comfortable
0: with me for an hour a week. Oh, yeah. Times now. I mean,
2: yeah. I mean, like, you, Si, for example. Yeah, yeah. I and I do go yeah, yeah. and see him sometimes. It's just... When it's familiar...
0: And you're in capable hands then as well, to be fair. Yeah, like,
2: it's easy. And with my own band, it's easy. But I'm not very good at improvising. Right. So, like, yous can just... When yous are playing, I'm like, mega impressed. Because I think, oh, they, they'll just sort of look at each other and give each other a nod or a wink. And they know where they're, no yeah. they're going to come in. Or, like, I'm used to well, I think we came,
0: we came up on that more now with our generation than, like, uh, the people that you are playing with, probably in the clubs and stuff. I'm sure... The songs were probably the same all the time. It was rehearsed all the time. Mm. Mega rehearsed. It went A e, B C D. That's it. Whereas like yeah. none of the bands are playing or anything, it's, it's never like that for me. Yeah. It,
1: but I mean, I find working with you like you don't like being rigid. You I like it. I hate stru- like you like, stuff. You yeah.
0: Like don't get us wrong. If it's a piece, a, a piece or a song that needs to be played completely right. Yeah. I'll play. I'll do that. But I'm yeah. not playing music for for that reason. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not like.
2: I think that's the massive difference. So when I was doing the club years ago, it was like a... Not that it's not a show now, but it was an it was like a, a show. So you had yeah. dance moves. Yeah, that just it was doesn't, more about the whole
1: it costume changes,
2: really? lights, light shows, yeah. but not like little pins with like four lights on. It was like light trellises that went right yeah. round the stage. Rigged. yeah, Like proper yeah. lighting rigs and you stuff like that. Just in the
1: little clubs in the...
2: Yeah, but little clubs for massive, massive audiences as well. I was going to say, like, well. back then there was no totally such thing as a little clubs, man.
0: What do you think yeah. the most people he played for was? Or, like, what the average, like, big gig in them, in them club days?
2: Big gigs, it could be painted at anything between 500 and 1,000 people. I mean, that's, that's
0: in a awesome, club. isn't it? If we get 100 people at a gig that we do, that's, that's a lot of people. What did we get it's last it's night? About 10? Aye, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, for me, if, if, if I get, if, if I'm sitting and 20 people are watching me, yeah. That's like, fucking, yo, we go. It's on. To be playing in front of a 1,000 people every week is... Like seven, Some of seven, the clubs were absolutely Mad.
2: massive. I mean, mm. the one club, Westerhope Excelsior, in town, had a resident band mm-hmm. and a guest band on, on a Saturday night. Mm. I mean, so the resident band would do a 45-minute set or 40 minutes off now or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then the band would come on. Their band would come on and do their seconds. And then our band, like, the guest band would come on and do 45 minutes, and it was all... Massively produced as well, yeah, I would big say. Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. like your lighting. Everybody had a. You just think of it at like proper gigs, like. Yeah, yeah. But cables going down the middle of the room. The sound technician would be set up like in the middle of the room at the yeah. back with a desk that's yeah. got like. Fifty odd channels yeah. on it and stuff. And light, this
0: is just a social club.
2: Just a social club. Yeah, you'd have a guy who was your lighting engineer,
0: mm-hmm.
2: who would help set your rig up. Who was doing the lights for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Whilst you were on, there was fireworks going off. I mean, we used to have like pyrotechnics go off at what? certain times within the show. Wow! So it was like a it's proper great. full-on extravaganza.
1: So what happened to that then, Joe? Why is that not? How did that
0: die? I don't know. How did the clubs die? Because we missed the oh, we missed the but... clubs. meaning you.
2: Yeah. I've got no. I really don't know. Was it when they banned smoking?
1: Was that a stop people going no, out? That and, was it... weird. That no, was that, that happened. It,
2: it started dying off long before that, but. maybe it's because the people who were doing it the shows weren't quite as like full on extravaganzas I don't know whether things become more expensive the clubs had less money because people were poorer couldn't afford to go out as much
0: I mean clubs now are like that fucking nursing homes man they're terrible at clubs now
2: dead well Stockton Buffs Mm -hmm. they had a solo out of stone were backing tracks and the band and the times that you went on, the band was playing to like 15 people at the end of the night.
0: Yeah, really? Yet
2: the person with backing tracks had the full crowd. Mm-hmm. And it was the timings of it as well, though. Like people are looking, all the old Diaz and stuff who are in the clubs these days, who are like 70 odd, are looking at their watches trying to make sure they're catching the last bus home. Do you think that's,
0: I think, do you think it, that's what it is? Do you think they just all got older? All these people. Everybody the got older, generation. and all the, the younger ones watched, just don't go out the yeah, same time. And younger people don't want a that. club, they want a pub. Yeah. yeah.
2: They just want to get hammered in the house, and then go clubbing. They don't do the
0: like the the all those people who were watching it then must have just grew, must have just grown up because the prices haven't changed in clubs. Clubs are still dirt cheap for beer and shit like that. Yeah, like I, I don't I don't I don't understand. I think they
2: became unfashionable as well. I think that it was like oh you're going to the club, and a lot of the clubs <laughs> like Victoria Park in Heaven, weren't working men's clubs anymore. they had been bought out. So there were just, like, a... Like, brilliant. Huge Yeah. yeah by like, oh, okay. like, became huge pubs as opposed and to... And then prices probably went up. Prices went up. People just went to the club for a few pints, and mm-hmm. it was just different. But that used to be absolutely round. You used to get massive ba- like, bands, like, at the time, who were massive, like, the Linda Wright Foundation. Suits mm-hmm. Navarro. You had what was six of the best at the time. Yeah. There was, like, loads of, like what we used to call like the super bands, yeah. and at the time they'd be on seven eight hundred quid thousand pound a night some a of them
1: back then that's
0: good money. and that out. was 30 year ago yeah. you know compared to what we make now it's, peanuts it's man fucking crazy that like it's but sad that, like if you got seven eight hundred people in there or a thousand people in there buying beer then of course you can afford to do that yeah it's just
2: people weren't bothered about cover charges either in the places that we used to go to, there used to be a cover charge on the door yeah. everywhere you went, and it would be maybe two quid. People expected it, though. but two quid yeah. then was probably. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. but people were prepared to pay it because they used to know they were going to get something really special. And a good, a good, a good yeah. night,
0: like, yeah. So you miss them. You must miss them days then. There, was that like. Do you look? Do you think of that as like, like the glory days? Yeah, glory days or your prime or whatever. Like, do you think? Do you think of, of that like that?
2: I used to be. It was. I used to absolutely love it. I mean, like, my friend Angela laughs because every time we went on holiday, hmm. people would come. Oh, you're that you're that girl who sings. Oh yeah. and People would properly recognise you because oh, wow. you were sort Used to feel a bit famous. And yeah, man. <laughs> it's what? quite cool. Um, Not
1: now though. No. I recognise you, Joe. I'll always give you credit. Yeah, you yeah. can't
2: miss us now though. That's <laughs> <laughs> the trouble.
0: Did your uh, friends from HMRC that you worked with always going to watch your band as well?
2: They did like, so. The, one of the places that I worked was actually in Hebben And uh, it was all youngins, all youngins. I think the average age was anywhere between sort of 18 and 25. Mm-hmm. And they would come for like a night out. That would be a night out. But mm-hmm. it would be if it was somewhere local. But there was loads of local places that you could go to as well. Yeah. Like Manor's Social Club and all that's just burned down. Oh, yeah, yeah. That became for your eyes only and all that. Yeah, yeah. That was an absolutely massive club to do years ago. Really? Oh, yeah. Shield Field Club. Yeah. Heating, heating buffs and stuff See, like all that. All, all these all
0: places, I just, like, I just don't know where they are. Like,
2: big, they were like big venues.
0: I mean, but the social clubs still have music on. Yeah. They still put stuff on, but it's always just like... Back and track. Back and track, shite. I mean, I've done
2: social
1: clubs, they're never the best gigs. Like. Speaking of back and track, shite, you did that for a while, didn't you?
2: For <laughs> ages. Yeah. So, when I was in the band, <coughs> that was brilliant. Then I got nodules. Oh, did you? Yeah, I got nudules on me vocal cords. And... Had to pack in singing for about six months, nine months. Had surgery, but then didn't have surgery because they put us down into the theatre and then decided that they'd shrunk so much they didn't need to do it after all. So they just told us to take another six months off. Like so not I, singing? So not singing for six months. So just working the ball. How did you... Uh, uh, the 19. nodule
0: thing, I know somebody else has had it before. How do you know that you've got it? Is it like? a, is it a painful thing or what?
2: I used to just. I used to get pain but like the morning after, and I could speak.
0: Like actual, like physically hurt you? Like, to, like, like a, d-
2: a dull ache, and I wouldn't be able to speak the next day. Really? Through the strain of singing. Where do you get it
0: from? Do you think it's a lack of warmth, or do you think it's
2: like... Straining, lack of technique.
0: But I mean, I don't understand how I, how I haven't had it then.
2: I think, it's, I think it's a woman thing as well, though.
0: Another friend that I've got had it, who was a, 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 a guy. A guy. Yeah. I screamed my lungs out. I had a
1: problem sometimes. with my voice for about two years. Like, I don't know if it was that or not, but I had to get lessons and learn technique and stuff. Really? Had to. Yeah. I was, couldn't, I mean, I scraped by on gigs for about two years. I was like, people shouldn't be fucking hiring me. Like I'm really bad. Like, I mean, I was getting away with murder. Wow. Do you
2: know what I think caused mine as well? Like when I was younger, there wasn't a note I couldn't sing. Mm. So everything was just done in like copy key. Yeah. Or like the song it's, you know what? And I think now. You change the key, don't you, to make mm-hmm, it comfortable absolutely. so that you're not having to strain? But I think people didn't really do that years ago. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of like you just learned it the way yeah. it was done on the record. Yeah. And that's the way you did it. You know, nobody thought about changing keys and stuff years ago. Really? That's, I mean,
0: yeah. I did that in almost every song. You've, yeah. Yeah. Well, you play loads of stuff in different keys well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's essential for, for like. Um, I've got a, I've got a low voice. I can't be trying to sing fucking.
1: If I'm honest, there's stuff I need to change now that I couldn't, I can't sing like, as high as I used to the stuff yeah. I need to drop a key.
2: My range is absolutely shocking now compared to what it was when I was a young one.
0: So when you were I young you were uh, singing opera and stuff as well weren't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you like opera music or did you just, was it like, a pet? was your parents meet you sing that sort of stuff or what?
2: Your parents didn't make us do anything. So, so genuinely, when I was about nine, I used to, there used to be bit opera on the telly and I used to just like take the mic, mm-hmm. sort of like copying it and stuff and i was doing it at school and the music teacher at school just said yeah just taking the mickey there aren't you and i was like ah right. she went why don't you try to do it like properly yeah. and i was like nah she went oh come on we'll do it. so i went and had a few sort of singing lessons if you like with her mm-hmm. mrs rodham and uh told i was an alto soprano whatever that is <laughs> and then um did it for a bit and did a few shows where I was doing solos, like Churchify, because a lot of it was to do with church. Yeah. And then got to the age where I was about seventy, nineteen 19, I thought that oh, opera's not for me. I still mess about with it. Do like. you think
0: it's like weirdly unfashionable?
1: No, I don't think it was that. I think it was I mean, just because... I don't know anybody
0: in the northeast who, who who does that. Obviously, I'm not in them circles, but... No. Nah. I not anybody who does it. Like. I was
1: going to say, I did a gig a couple of weeks ago, where, but you were at it. It was Jack's Wedding. And uh, one of those guys, you remember those singing waiters? Fucking singing waiters. One of those guys was like an opera singer. Yeah. He was, you're right, he was like an opera singer. That's
0: what Ian
2: used to do, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> no, I think he was yeah. an opera Ian? singer,
2: wasn't he? Ian? Ian was a singing waiter,
0: wasn't he? Ian who? Oh, yeah, ah, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, yeah.
2: Robertson. Oh, I miss him, man. Mr. America.
0: Yeah. Ian who? Sorry about that, man. <laughs> oh, he was great, man. What do what we have with him?
2: Nah, he was a singing waiter. No, I, think, a waiter, ch- thing, I, I think, think it's... think a... it's Fucking awful. It's a dying, well, I, be, just, yeah. I don't think people do it now. But Charlotte Churchman, when she was doing it, I was thinking, oh, a talented kid. Yeah. They do it in an American thing as well. Like, they just seem to do that sort of style a bit more in America. you think so? Aye. Oh.
0: Do you think it's something you could have done at a higher level?
2: No way.
0: Really not? Why not?
2: Nah. I would have taken far too much practice.
0: Yeah, but so does, yeah, okay.
2: It all takes practice, I think that's why I can't really be I like to go and watch better now than yeah,
0: what sort of thing do you like
2: to watch the most then? I love all the soul-y stuff, yeah, and I don't think anybody does that. There's very few bands do that now it's full
0: full soul exactly no. for me,
2: when you go to see bands now, it's like watching the same band. But with different people in it, yeah. So yeah. they do the same songs. It's all rockified. I think there's a lot of rock, st- and I like that. But I just think you could literally go to a venue mm-hmm. to watch a band, see so two different bands week after week, and think you've watched the same thing. So in the club
0: days, were the bands all massively different? Totally different. Were they really? Absolutely. So it wasn't. It because was, I yeah. agree with what you're saying now about bands being all the same. Yeah, right?
2: Absolutely, completely different. You had a couple of big rock bands. So you had like six of the best, Alex Edwards. Yeah, yeah. They were massive. Um, but a lot of the other stuff was very much sort of soul, funk. Um, you had some sort of like Genesis tribute bands, type yeah. of, that kind of thing. But you could go and see something completely different every week. Right. There used to be a load of tribute acts as well. Yeah, tributes so are making a comeback, man. Look... Stars in Your Eyes was quite yeah. new oh, then yeah. as well, so they used to have the Stars in Your Eyes people going around, so you could literally be watching a Tina Turner tribute one week and then Tom the next
1: yeah. week. Berg.
2: All of them, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. Meatloaf, but yeah. you, you would literally be, you could watch something different every week as well as the...
0: I think as well, though, the reason a lot of the bands sound the same now is because venues want that. It's safe for venues to say, "Do you just do? If you're a rock band, do you do Kingsley on to do, do the, these, the stuff that the new people are gonna? Yeah.
1: Well, you listen. know,
0: I don't do that. You don't do that. I know. But like, I get, I get why that happens more. Whereas, if you've got, if in, in those days, if you had the freedom again, no, we're doing, we're a ska band. Yeah, well, that's all we do. And you get booked for it, then yeah, there's not the same pressure to do like fucking Sex on Fire and bollocks <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? So, but you
1: know we've been asked in venues, even recently, to provide set lists so that we can uh, all be the same and all this sort of stuff. And it's like well, just, or, or even the worst from get, set lists, yeah. which is even I would. I mean, I would never do it. Just get a fucking resident and don't. When, hire. Was the last, when was the last time you sat and had a set list, natural set list? I just wing it, man. I I do, do what I feel it. in the moment.
0: I do what I feel do like doing at the time. The only time I've ha- I've had on recently was working with Paul, Jack, and Steve in my band when we didn't have so like with the sponge divers we can just do any we've got hundreds of songs mm. with the band that newer band i was in we only had about 20 right that we'd rehearsed so that's the last thing when i say set list i don't it wasn't a set list in order it was just yeah these are the songs we do so we ha- like it was a list of what we do not a set lit not a, a like a linear set list yeah that's the last thing i had and i would never on a solo gig set have a set list like
2: so i think you know. that's the difference as well years ago because it was a show, there was none that you didn't see people yeah. stopping playing during that yeah. set and having yeah. a conversation about oh, what do you fancy doing straight next straight into the next song? It was literally there was links, there was no gaps, links from one song into the next, and that's what he says souls like.
0: Do you prefer that though? Or do you, like it's more it's way more relaxed to just going Oh, what do you fancy playing now? Or do you prefer I the think the If you've got a
2: massive repertoire and you've got absolutely loads of songs that you know you can play well together, mm-hmm. that's great. But if you haven't, then uh do like a bit of structure. That's the exact,
1: re- exact reason why I did that with, with that band. Like,
2: I do like it, I, I like to know what's coming next. Mm-hmm.
1: I like what you're saying though, I like that Like straight in as well. No, yeah. You know what like pissing about. I love
2: it. Straight playing, like learning links from one song into the next, mm-hmm. like so that there was no gap in the music, so that the 45 minutes was literally yeah. start and stop.
0: Yeah. So did what did you did you enjoy doing the uh, the solo with track stuff? I know the answer to this, but tell us why you didn't. No, I absolutely
2: hated it. So after I'd had the nodule's um I went into another band with a lad called Bill Brown. That oh, was right, Joyride. Eh? Mm-hmm. So that was sort of girl boy fronted. That was all right, but it wasn't really the type of stuff that I like to sing. Um that was more sort of rocky eighties, although eighties is class. Um, But it just wasn't sort of my cup of tea. And that lasted a couple of years, and then I stopped again. But because I'd bought my own flat, Mm -hmm. and I like my holidays and stuff like that, I'd get used to having more money. So there was no... Bands had started dipping off then, I would say, so, like, the mid-90s. Yeah. So there wasn't really a great deal of work for bands, and I think that's when the solo artists had stopped going from working with, like, an organist and drummer. Mm -hmm. To working with background tracks, I think that's when that got really popular. Like mid nineties. Yeah, I think when karaoke became very know, my popular ma- my as well. Did
0: that in the, the mid nineties, when I was a kid, my mum did.
2: Yeah, and it was really well. good money, and it was easy. You mm-hmm. had couple of they have couple of speakers, speakers their... to carry in, and you, whatever you used for to play your tracks did on. The and... clubs
0: not having in house for you. No, okay, no. So you had to take your own. No, no you yeah. Say, carry all your own. Yeah, yeah. If it was in house, you just put a tape on.
2: No yeah. different to when you was a solo now, really.
0: Yeah, just a few things.
2: Tripod, couple of speakers. Yeah. desk.
0: Wow. Whatever
2: I used to play, tracks uh, track. So why
0: song? did you hate doing the tracks then? Just know like, well, it's not the same. I know it's not the same. we playing a band, obviously. So what, just okay.
2: lonely. Like, even yeah. just sort of when you're not on stage. Like, I didn't mind the singing on stage to them because that was just singing anyway. But it was in between times. So mm-hmm. it was like at the beginning of the night once you'd set up. You had to be there dead early. Mm-hmm. You weren't allowed to just turn up at seven o'clock. Like You had to get to the club for six yeah. and be set up so that you weren't disturbing the bingo. Um, And then you'd be sitting there and you'd be like on oh, your tod for hours on yeah, end. And that, and, and like, we don't no. relate to
0: that. No, no. A lot of what we do is, do, is sitting oh, to, either talking to your new best friends who are pissed in the pub, they've just met you and think you're the best thing in the world,
1: or sitting by yourself. And But like, either one of those things is lonely. Like Sometimes in between gigs, I'm just sitting in the car eating sandwiches and Listen to the listen to the radio, having a cup of coffee or something. Um, that's like my sitting in, in the dressing room playing I'll Candy
2: just... Crush on your phone or something like that. Like horrible, horrible. dressing room. <laughs> well, there's come out, not many of them these come days. Come on, with a mop and yeah. the Hoover, like with a broken mirror stuck on the wall. If you're lucky.
1: But the the tracks thing wasn't um, wasn't you didn't miss a band then for like the feel of a band. It was just the that's the, active, the, that's the company. A, more company, more.
2: company and the bouncing off each other on stage and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like so. If somebody stuck Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer into what they were playing, with yeah, whether yeah. It at Christmas time or just daft things like that. Oh, if somebody made a mistake and the whole band going, mm, look at well, each other like laughing. You're a band, and...
0: you're a team, aren't you? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just you against much them. More
2: much more yeah. fun. Much more fun. Camaraderie. The journeys there and back in the van. Yeah, absolutely. Mooning it. Big three-ton Merc vans yeah. with all the gear in, overtaking each other on the A19 and pulling moonies and yeah. flashing out the window and stuff like that. Class all meeting up at the Chippy at the end of the night because there'd be one Chippy in Middlesbrough called South Beach Chippy that you'd see sort of four or five rich on bands like and yeah. everybody would sort of meet up at this Chippy you know while he's been gigging the night and you would be like meeting all the other bands and stuff and it's great I
0: have a similar thing with that at the minute so me and Graham have been doing Passing Clouds in Town on a Sunday night for like a year-ish whatever and I've mm. avoided that circuit as much as I can for a while like Especially, especially city. I just thought city centre gigs were shit for ages. But me took this residency thing on, and one thing that we love is that like Sunday night, we always end up bumping into some local musician who's mm. just finished their gig. It's Sunday nights normally the last gig of the week for us. Yeah. Um. So me and Graham will finish our our, our gig and we'll sit and have a paint and there's always like you or Headley or somebody will be walking past and going, "Oh, you're a paint Like, th- there's something really cool about sitting with just musicians at the end of a gig or at the end of a like a. Working week and just be like ah oh, where you been? Because well, we're all on the same like. Boat island, I think right? that's yeah. what the
2: jam with the band nights are like though, and it's it is all about people getting up and singing and the band playing and stuff. But the pat at the end oh, of it's, the night, hilarious, the main isn't it?
0: Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that I'm running at the minute obviously feels a bit early because of noise complaints. Shock. Um, but yeah, as soon as we
1: finish, the first thing we do straight to the bar, get a pint, sit down, have a big crack, like, with everybody. Doing, man?
2: Yeah. yeah, it's brilliant, man.
1: I think the community's good, though. Like, a lot of the local musicians in that, I think a lot of us, a lot of us help each other out and stuff. I think it's got a lot better. It's not. I don't find it, like, that bitchy or backbitey or anything. Uh, I think be, I think pre-Covid it was definitely worse. You reckon?
0: Yeah, man. I think pre, pre-Covid I had, like, you'd have bands trying to undercut you or agents trying to... Well, you'll always get that, like... You know, but it's, I think it happens a lot less now because I think after when we all went through Covid now everyone's like, fuck this, man, we're all on the same team. You've got to be. Yeah. Bring people up instead of pushing people down, man. Definitely, totally. Speaking of all that hippie shit, weren't you going to be a nun? Yeah, that's weird.
2: So my mom is a mad Catholic. Um, a mad? Um, sorry,
0: do you mean what do you mean by mad Catholic?
2: Like, literally, like spends hours every day praying and stuff. Wow. Goes to church all the time. My sister's the same, and I was just brought up like that. So. When I used to go to church on a Sunday, the thing I was interested in was the choir.
0: Right, okay.
2: So all the like gospel singing and the happy clappers and the guitars yeah. and the flutes. So I used to like I used to enjoy going for that and wasn't sort of one of these that wanted to go every day. But they used to send you away on like retreats and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, you know, yeah. So we'd go to somewhere for the weekend, whether it'd be like Coniston at the lakes yeah. so, or and they'd be would be singing and it would be sort of all hippie happy. And you just, you get, you get used to it you get, yeah. you, and you like it. And you think it's going to be, then you watch films like The Sound of Music and you think that they're all going to be like the Von Trapps and that. Yeah, Sister Act. Aye, oh, Sister Act, that is that. I
0: loved Sister Act.
2: Man. And um, then just decided that that wasn't for me so right when you gonna, How all far along
0: did you go with the process? What, what is the process of becoming a nun, by the way?
2: There isn't really one. So I was going to church virtually every night, but I just learned from the priest. So like reading passages, learning about what it meant. Um, I would go every night for a couple of hours and then would go be on special weekend retreats for to do sort of prayer weekends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they give you a bit of a sample taster by letting you go to a convent and you'd sort of shadow, shadow them, it sort of see them. what they're doing, yeah. but to get a, an idea of what it's really like. But the whole but were you Were you thing? like
0: a, a Catholic though? Like, Were you an actual... Practicing, practicing Catholic I was a practicing God. Catholic
2: till I got divorced oh, so it's shit. really quite
0: no, you not get divorced when you Catholic no. no is that why sort of really yeah did well what did your mum think you divorced then that must have been fucking hard oh,
2: yeah she hated it I bet basically told us that living on my own and having a celibate lifestyle was sort of me cross to bear in this life so that I could move on to go to heaven and that when I was older
0: surely
1: you don't believe in that no do you believe really, really that though
2: like, <laughs> no, nah. Had
1: my eyes completely wide open. I find it, I find it no. odd, man. See, my uh, like mum's family were, like, her parents were, like, mad Catholics. Mad Catholics. Yeah, my granny was, like, uh, you know, mass every week and going to, like, uh, pilgrimages and stuff and things like that. I, just, I find but, it like so my mum was, I don't know, she never was really into it, I don't think. Yeah. I remember once when we, like, because uh, I went to Catholic schools and stuff, and we went to mass on a Sunday one week. And my mum was just like, oh, I've had enough of this. And we walked out in the middle of the mass. Really? Yeah, like that, you don't do that. And, uh, and then I got to school, maybe I was maybe like seven, eight. Got to school on Monday morning. One of the kids snitched on me, like to the teachers going, he left mass early and all this stuff. And the teacher was like, what are you doing that for? You can't, you're not allowed to do that. And I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm eight. <laughs> I yeah. What do you want me to do about it?
2: Your is put your coat on and go, you you put that. your coat on and go. So
1: yeah, I mean, I can sort of, I can't relate to... I can relate to a bit of the Catholic stuff we weren't really practicing, but I can see how like if it's in your family, it can just transfer all the way down. It
2: just—it's like brainwashing. I think. Yeah,
1: totally. I used to think I couldn't get to sleep at night unless I prayed. Like until I was about fucking ridiculous, you know. I had to pray every night, otherwise I couldn't sleep. It's—it—it's
0: like it is. It's brainwashing.
1: It's—it's like to make people feel like the Catholic guilt and stuff. All religions, though, might—I mean, I'm an atheist, but yeah. That's no. all
2: religion is. It was a way millions of years ago to uh, give people control yeah. so that there was like law and order. Mm-hmm. There wasn't courts and justice like there is now, but there was. There was lo- they wanted to make laws so that people would behave a certain way. I
0: get that then, like a thousand years ago, let's say, or whatever, but now it's like, we're fucking, I know. we're not a bit beyond that. I just find it like, it just makes us go,
1: it's, really? so, like, it's so entrenched in religion. society though. You can't just like, you can't just get rid of no, it. No, I know,
0: I know. Yeah, I know, but... No... How can you be clever? I do I, know this is... No, but honestly, I know <laughs> that, this is a ridiculous fucking thing to know. say, but I think, how can you be fucking
1: clever and religious? I don't think those things... You know, the Vatican's got scientists and uh, mathematicians and all sorts of, like... Uh... Well, they must have a fucking easy day. Isn't the Vatican the only country
0: in the world that's 100% literate? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's... Because everyone that's there can Absolutely, read. because everybody I mean, it's anybody, tiny, anybody isn't who it? lives
2: in the Vatican can read and write. Can read and write. It's hundred percent. Like... Yeah, but how many people live in the Vatican, Probably in theology yeah. and stuff like that? The ones who actually live there.
0: Uh, I mean it's just, I just find it really odd. But do you think you would have made a good nun then? Nah. <laughs> Me neither.
2: There was silence, <laughs> However, how how long do you have to be silent for? days on end. Like forever? Why? Some of them are silent forever.
0: But that's just awful.
2: It's um, There's a few it's people horrendous. need to
1: be silent forever, I can tell you that. What are you looking at me for? Not you. Just uh saying specifically some people could be fucking nuns no, I agree, open. but yeah.
0: no. Do you ever do you ever think what your life would have been like if you were not nun? Like if you'd if you'd kept Well oh, well yeah. What, what I'd it?
2: have been a right one, oven on me, like <laughs> In every sense a of right the word. <laughs> in every in sense In every of sense. The <laughs>
1: sense. Well, just, well, gonna, yeah, we'll keep it clean. No. Preaching, preaching to people. That's not make? what nah. you meant. <laughs> no,
2: nah, I'd have been a terrible nun. Yeah, Absolutely terrible.
0: Here. There we go. I'm He's got it now. There we go. Terrible. Listen, I've, I've, I've got, got it. Like, so, I know my answer to this, but you, you've got two kids. Did you ever, how much of that like that, did you push on on your kids? Like, Catholicism or religion in any way? Because yeah, ma- I'm surely their their grandma, your mum, must have wanted them to be raised like that.
2: So they were both baptised and they both went to church every Sunday with me, and went through the motions of what the school kids, when you're a Catholic, do. Mm-hmm. But they were quite young, so then so Ben's nearly eighteen and Evie's just turned fifteen, mm-hmm. and I've been split up from that dad for seven and a half eight years. Right. So I stopped going then. So they were still really quite young. Mm-hmm. When I just stopped all that and thought, no. Was your
0: ex-husband uh,
2: a Catholic? No, not remotely. So he's not be bothered that they don't. that He wasn't, him. absolutely no.
0: Did your mum not, did, did not like the fact that you were married to somebody who wasn't a Catholic?
2: No, she wasn't bothered about that. But it, it was sort of, if there was a Sunday morning where we wanted to go out for the days of family. You couldn't? We couldn't really, because I would be taking them to church first thing on the Sunday morning. And then, if I didn't go, I'd sort of be getting a bit of it in the neck off. But, like, where were you Where were you yeah. felt, this week? Would you feel guilty if you didn't go? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And He's would you, would you have about been not made going to going feel now? guilty as well? Would you have been made to feel guilty by anyone that.
2: Possibly a little bit. I still feel guilty about not going now.
1: Do you really?
2: Yeah, because you just. It's bizarre.
1: No, that Catholic guilt is, is yeah, put it's, into you. Like, like, it's you feel like other day you die. Not that I don't go to mass, but I, I feel guilt about lots of stuff.
0: That's a fucking. That's not a nice way to raise a human being. It's not a nice way to make human humans
1: feel. Why no, I, would you I, want I, that? I fun? agree. I agree.
0: So, um, with I would never put orders to that
1: sort of shit, man. But you have to understand when they're doing it, they think they're doing the right thing. They're, it's, they're not. It's it giving help, but, you a
2: moral compass. Yeah, yeah, that's the not, look what, at not. What,
1: what, the, what the Catholic Church are moral? Well, no. Well, no, they amazing. aren't.
0: But and how, and um, also, how can you, especially with Catholics? I don't know how you can follow that group of people knowing that that other shit fucking goes on with people that, if, if these people are meant to be like you yeah. trust and mentors and giving you a moral compass and you find out that that sort of shit, don't get us wrong, that sort of shit goes on in every walk of life, but yeah. the Catholic Church seems to be pretty fucking
2: prolific that tight, it. It? Yeah. Well that That's part of it, because I think a lot of stuff came out in the 80s and early 90s about stuff that had gone on and believe you me, you didn't hear about anything like that years ago. It was all hidden, so mm-hmm. I think that's why there's very few numbers at church now because people have thought, "Hang on a minute."
0: Mm. Yeah. And the- people who are spo- who are yeah, preach it, preaching, preaching it, yeah,
2: that's not right. So it's there's a all. there's a load of people who've said, "I couldn't have anything to do with it."
1: But you know, also back, I don't know what it was like over here, but back in Ireland, the priest was king. Like, I mean, that's the, right, the yeah. local priest was like the boss man, the, bo- like the, the boss, the the local area. Like, you know, that you ask the priest for everything, everything. Oh, if you God. know what I mean? So a complaint against, wouldn't have went in against the. What the fuck gives him the right, man? I just, I don't agree with it at all. It's just weird.
2: I mean, half heaven is, is named about it after a it? parish priest <laughs> from Saint Aloysius' Church, Father Walsh. That's he was about weird. six foot five, a big man. Let's call him.
0: Come on. Six foot five look and look a like big bloke, Irish.
2: Hard as nails he was, absolutely mm-hmm. hard as nails, in domestic violence. Used to be a massive thing, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Till women started sticking up with ourselves a bit. And it mm-hmm. was expected that a woman might get a little bit of a clout if she'd misbehaved years ago. And if a woman come to church, my mum used to tell us stories about women who come to church where they looked like they might have had the remnants of a black eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, you go around the you go round the house like and sort the husband out.
1: Really? Oh well, that's all right. I mean that, yeah, right, used, well, that's one that's that was wonder. sort They
2: of, used to keep an eye on everybody and if you found out about anything you would sort of go around and Sort, sort matters out, aye. Right? Wow. When my well, sister got enough. married at St Alwish's Church, my brother had just had a skinhead. So he'd he'd had a skinhead. He had a red Harrington jacket on. And top Martin boots that went up to his knees and jeans. And he was sitting at the back of church just because he'd gone early, there was no suit wearing or anything for him on then. He was mm. just wearing his like normal gear. And Father Walsh came in, and went to the back of the church. Went to get a hold of him for to chuck him out, and he went, oh hello George, because he used to be not that boy. Oh really? But he thought he was just like a Skinner, there not cause bother the back that it was gonna like love mountain there.
1: The thing is, like obviously, only you only hear the the shit priests get up to, but there there are lots of good priests out there who I'm people, sure there is, and I don't I mean, yeah, I'm sure there is. You know, but the whole thing is an institution is just completely fucked. It's it needs, fucking horrendous. You know,
0: and also, all the shit you hear about the what happens to kids and that bollocks, like. That's just what you're hearing about, man. Oh, I know. It's got to be the same amount again, at least. It's it's a fucking awful set of people. Right, we'll stop talking about it now before I I round (laughs) them. Well, I've just
1: got the the population of Vatican City up when we were talking about literacy. It's very possible because the population's only 825.
0: And surely they can all read. I'm sure it's the only country that's 100% literate. Yeah. Because no other country would be. We've got kids and sick people. That's random I don't Yeah, you know. You know. Uh, right, I've been saving this um, and I've been driving Dave mad. And you know what's coming? Getting i' s- by my bus. I've been saving this. So I've told Dave that you had some sort of She's accident. She just said it. Yeah, she got hit by a bus. Please tell us about I've how heard, you were hit I by a bus. I did hear
1: about this, but I can't, I can't remember the. It's been
2: made into a massive, funny story. I'll, t- I'll tell the story <laughs> if
0: you want. So you were there, tell- were you? I-, I wasn't there, but I'll tell you just the circumstances and then we'll let uh, Joe. Describe the rest of it, but Joe got—I think this is right—hit by a double-decker bus outside of the opticians she was working at. That's just—that's magic. That—that's a magic story. Already, how do you get hit by a bus
1: and live? Yeah, that. that's the matter. I, I, no I assume it's the bus's fault here. Yeah, <laughs> maybe so, you know.
2: It was about four o'clock on a Thursday afternoon, and I was taking. It was like a contact lens place, more than an optician's, it had both, mm-hmm. but we generally dealt with contact lenses. And um, we used to package them and post them, and we had a franking machine, I used to frank the post and stuff like that, my first office, little office job, and I used to go across the road and post them into the letterbox across the road. So we were Market Street, it is in the town, it's mm-hmm. where Harry's Bar is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that was a ladies lingerie shop called Peaches and Cream, oh, well, and the opticians was yeah. next door. So I used to cross the road literally there to go over to the post box that was outside the, the bank on the other side, I think it was a huge Barclays bank, and the traffic lights had turned to red, so I thought, oh, that boss is obviously going to stop. <laughs> Went across the road, for to post the stuff that I had to post, and... Either the lights hadn't quite gone red, or the bus went through a red light, and clipped us, and literally like flew us, like I flew through the air.
0: Jesus, double decker. Double decker. When when was
2: this? Market Street in Newcastle. No, How long ago? I was seventeen, nearly eighteen, perhaps. That's amazing. The time. It Frontier must have been. Day. It must have been
1: moving pretty well if you yeah. pointed it through the air. Was he looking well, through the lingerie window while he was driving? Well, was a... well He's his contact lenses might, on. might have been,
2: uh-huh. but literally clipped us. I flew. I keep saying it's about ten foot. Probably wasn't ten foot. It was probably my six still, perhaps still. But was on the ground in a heap. The contact lenses and the post was just sort of <laughs> splattered all over the street because I just flung it all. And just got up and give the bus driver a wrong sign. Cross, started picking all the stuff up and went over the road and posted it. And that was and it. Just, just got on with your day? And j- well, yeah, for a couple of hours. So I literally just did that, come back into the, felt a bit sore a bit stiff. Came back into the office and went, just been over a double deck bus. <laughs> and that's just what going, what? I was going, well, did you not see it? Because the massive glass windows were like, no. I was like, I haven't just made this up. I've literally just been hit by a double-decker bus. And so all that post that's supposed to have gone out, I've picked it all up. I think it's all been collected. But if somebody rings mm-hmm. next week and says they didn't get that package, it's probably because it's, like, attached to a number, wheel.
1: Number 21.
2: <laughs> or something like that.
1: Don't let's worry out the bike. They like, yeah, you
2: all right? Are you all right? I was like, I'm fine. And it was about two hours later, and I just I literally went into shock. Really? I was just sitting going out there, speaking, go by by, double, double, skip, and spinning around about about double that of skin shaking like a uh,
0: Jesus. Wow, you not to see the bus company? Nah. A, you got? Bus, been did been you go to the and get your bus cleaned? Nah,
2: you nothing. Get nothing. Out? Absolutely nothing. That's weird, man. I literally just got up and
1: people were hard the back then, up. though. Like people, people just It's hard. Then getting hit by, a bus, then then it hit by like, a bus hard. That's come on. People were hard, man. You didn't complain about anything. Catholics do so not complain about stuff. The bus sort
2: of keep moving. Do you know what I mean? Like the bus sort of. Obviously broke, I didn't... Yeah. It's not like I went under the bus, I, like the wheel didn't let really me go over my head or...
0: Still though. I, I just love the fact that it was outside of an optician's that you were working at. I think it's just... It, well, it, yeah. It's the icing
1: on the cake. I, I saw a guy try to commit suicide at um, the Metro once. Really? Like it was, it was, I think it was, was at the Monument or Central Station, and I used to have to get the, the Metro to, to work every day. And it was like... Um, I mean I don't know how serious an attempt it was but we were at the far end of the platform I used to always go to the far end because you'd get a seat mm-hmm. so I'd always go to the far end and this guy sort of came in and he as the, the the train was slowing down he sort of jumped while it was like at its slowest point if you know what I mean mm-hmm. and he went sort of underneath it sure. like just he, he must have been flat and the, the thing went over the top of him mm-hmm. but he was just like he must have been just lying flat on his back so it didn't hurt him in any sort of Slid out and tried to run off. The metro driver was.
2: I wonder if he ever finished the job later. I After don't. Have
1: you not kept in Have you not The metro, the metro driver was fucking fuming. He was he had the head out the window, fucking grab him. Yeah. So somebody grabbed him. I phoned the and the metro thing. They got like a intercom, yeah. emergency thing. And I said, you need to get down here. Somebody's trying to jump under the thing. Police were there within about five minutes. Really, dragging the guy away. I it was late know. to work.
0: My, um, my uncle drove, uh,
1: a wagon for eldest
0: for like 20 years or something and stopped in the last few years because somebody committed suicide by driving into his lorry. Ooh. So like, like face on in Jesus. A car and fucked me uncle up like, obviously my uncle didn't, wasn't injured at all, but if you drive into a lorry that's doing 65 mile an hour and you're doing 70 or whatever in a car, you just get turned into soup like, yeah. So yeah, anybody—the the bloke left a suicide note and everything—that like, was really fucking awful. I mean, but it's like, terrible.
1: Gonna, if you're gonna gun, don't don't fuck somebody else's. Don't drag completely. other people into it. I know. You know what I mean. Just go quietly into a corner. And I mean, it's horrible yourself. anyway, man. I mean, people are going through stuff and you don't know. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, don't drag don't, your into don't it. Don't I get, fucking yeah. love you, man. You
2: know, there was a lad I was dating years ago from London. He was from Wembley, called Tra Williams, and um, he used to drive tube trains, and somebody killed a cell in front of his train. And I didn't realise how, for getting back to work, they've got to be, somebody's oh, yeah, got to be man. with them for three months because the, the, the natural thing to do is to try and slow down as you're going into stations in case somebody does it again. Mm. And for the timetables and for the type of, Transport it is, you can't, you've got to literally go in and stop. So it's really, really difficult for them once if something like that's happening. They've got to have somebody with them for about three to six months. My friends, make sure they can still do it.
0: They don't do it anymore, but train companies used to have this thing called three and out or four and out or something. Because if you're a train driver and you hit somebody and watch what happens, obviously that'll that'll fuck you for life. I mean, it's not going to be pretty, is it? And the train companies, I don't think they do it anymore, used to have this thing where if you hit three, if, if it happens three times, you just get to retire and get full pay forever, like, or, or until you would have retired because you just can't go back to work after seeing that. Yeah. Which made me ask him the question, like, if you're on two, then <laughs> yeah, thirty, and you see, a, you're gonna go, fuck, I know what's happening. here you've already seen it happen twice. You're gonna go. You're I'm getting f- faster every I'm, time. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm seeing a, a nice easy life for the next thirty years. Yeah. With with
1: PTSD, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. We keep I seeing that. I don't <laughs> you the up like screaming don't... every night yeah. but you've got some money but yeah you know you don't have to get up early
2: because that's all that matters I
1: know but I don't think that companies do it anymore
0: I just think it's fucking horrendous man. if you're going to do something like that I, I, I get why people are in horrible situations but don't bring other people in money. somebody's
2: always got to find you though haven't they that's
0: yeah, that's just true, yeah. you, it doesn't not...
2: matter how you do it somebody's ah, always got amazing. to find you
0: not if you got out of the sea <laughs> Just keep just swim as far as just you can. Just leave are, a, pair, find you leave a, a pair there. of sandals on the beach and yeah, and yeah. a note. This has went wildly off topic, but I, I enjoyed it. I know
1: it's been mad. It doesn't matter.
0: Um, do you think you'll ever get back into singing again with a band? I know you're in a band at the minute, but like to a point where you're working a lot.
2: Nah. So the band that I'm in now is what? obviously the bass player who was the bass player mm-hmm. from when I very first started. He's like seventy odd. Yeah. The drummers, sixty odd. Guitarist, sixty odd. Would you
0: never go out with like um, do a few gigs with like an acoustic guitar player and you or something out? Like that? like that's, that's quite popular. I, that's thing what I else. would
2: absolutely do. I would definitely do like an acoustic double type of thing. Yeah. Um.
0: What kind of stuff would you want to do?
2: I would do anything. Really. Literally anything. Anything. I mean, you're sat with two now? But anything. I would do yeah. anything like that. I think the difference between when I was younger and I had loads of energy and now else on Mm -hmm. and i loved it and i was making decent money for to put away for holidays and stuff that was great i did the back and tracks literally just to pay the bills Mm -hmm. that was soul destroying but did it for long enough for to make a decent amount of money Mm -hmm. so that i'm mortgage free do you know what i mean like i've been really sensible with the money when i've made it Now it's just I'm doing it for fun as opposed to a job,
0: which is different. Yeah,
2: which is completely different. There's no pressure for a gig three times a week. Mm -hmm. Like no, so the band because the drummer's got grand bands. He has his grand bands every other weekend. Yeah, so it's like we can only work every other weekend because he's only free then. We would definitely not have depths coming in because the bass player just wouldn't have depths coming in. He'd need to rehearse them in for six weeks before for like Mm. one gig. 'Cause he's very like he's a bit O C D as our He knows it. So if he was listening, he wouldn't mind. I've met him.
0: I, yeah, I can say that he is definitely. Yeah. yeah.
2: So he couldn't just have somebody come in, even if he's no like the Graham. Yeah. See so if Graham just turned up and went, Oh I'll plug us in, I'll play along. Yeah. Or Mike, for example, he'd literally be even though he good couldn't players. cope with that. No. Nah. Do you think the
0: acoustic thing did the acoustic thing that we that obviously me and Dave do quite a bit and a lot it's quite popular now? Did that happen back then? Would you yeah. ever go to a club and see a guy with an acoustic guitar singing? Or would he be like, where the fuck's the band?
2: They no, go. you'd sometimes see a guy playing guitar or pretending to play guitar while using backing yeah. tracks.
0: Which still happens in clubs and that now, but would you never... When did the acoustic thing become popular then? Because obviously I do it for a living and so does Dave, but it, it's always been happening when...
1: I still think it's mad that you can go in and sometimes in like a, a full place and just entertain them with an acoustic guitar, man.
0: That's, that's great. I know. But when, did, when do you think that started happening? And did you, did you notice a shift in it? Or was it just like...
2: I don't even think I noticed when that happened. Obviously, when I packed in singing, that was just before I had the kids. Mm-hmm. And then I had my kids. And I didn't really so go out very out much. much yeah. And I didn't see it. So I would say that probably started happening round about then as well, though. Because I think people started to tire of backing tracks. Oh, absolutely. Because they just yeah. saw it as glorified karaoke. That's all I ever saw it as. Mm-hmm. I think karaoke killed a lot of it off as well because really? people wanting to have a go themselves
1: mm-hmm.
2: who are pretty rubbish. and think everybody thinks but they just can wanting sing. Because everybody thinks they can sing. Yeah, they do. I don't, know. They I really don't, do. I don't
1: think so. They do. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh, do everybody not. likes to have a go, especially if they've had a drink.
0: Oh, I suppose, yeah.
2: And I think karaoke, I think karaoke killed it off because I think it was an opportunity for people to get up and have a go themselves when they're mortal for a laugh. Yeah. And I think that... When karaoke became popular and backing tracks became popular... Bands sort of died out, but then I think people started to tire of that, and
0: then wanted to hear
2: and wanted to hear live music again, and appreciate the the, the skill mm-hmm. of somebody who can play an instrument and sing at the same time, and or vice just either one. But I think they just got sick of backing tracks. Mm-hmm. I think the only people who appreciate backing tracks now are like really old people.
0: Yeah, well, they still do that in the clubs all the time, and still you still get the the bloke stood with a with an electric guitar. Playing and tracks, which it's it's horrendous. I'm not a fan of it. Um, but that's that's
1: that's what probably happens in the clubs more than anything. At the minute, I think. Um, do you know what I hate? I hear uh, buskers in the street, like just kids with backing tracks playing off their phones. Yeah. Just get if you're gonna do it, just get somebody with a fucking guitar or a keyboard mm-hmm. to back you. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's I not. I can't a, stand
0: it. The thing is, as well, as loads of people learning guitar and learn, like, they jump at the chance to and play. Yeah. with somebody, you know what I mean. Yeah. If you wanted to, do you would have somebody come play acoustic guitar for you and yeah, that. To. Totally. If you actually wanted to do it, but I don't think you do.
2: I, do, I would, it's, but I think it, that's the thing. I don't need to do it for the money now.
0: Yeah. Work with I would literally
2: it. just do it for the enjoyment of yeah. it, but because I like going to see other people and I like the social, like the going out bit, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to have to commit myself to, yeah, yeah. like, mm. a, I'm going to work every, every other Saturday or every Saturday or mm-hmm.
0: No, that's fair
2: enough. And I think you've got to have that commitment if you're going to do it, because you've got to spend the time rehearsing, you've got to get it right, and then you've got to. It's not just about you as well; it's about the other person. Yeah. So if that other person is wanting to make a living out of it, you're getting gigs booked in. You're constantly seeing. No, you've got to. to. Yeah. You've got to sort of. You don't have to be like relying on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you no, know the enough. fickle folk who will say, "Oh yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that," and then yeah. when it comes round with, they just yeah, there's a lot of that. Kind of be bothered. And they let you down.
0: Yeah. Well, look, I think we've taken up uh, enough of your time. I think we've spoken about lots of things, including the Catholic Church. <laughs>
1: Wasn't expecting that, to be honest. Was not expecting that.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on. I hope you enjoyed it.
2: Of course.